Welcome to another edition of Real Talk with Chris and Ross, episode number 23 today. Actually, we keep climbing the charts, man, every Woo! week. Me and my amazing co-host, Ross Rosson III, out of Michigan. What's up, brother? How are you? What's happening, man? It's a great day for a great day. I love that. Always positive as usual. Uh, for those that are just maybe tuning in for the first time, this is an amazing podcast that we put on every week. Design, obviously, really focused around real estate. Um, and we kind of dip here and there into different topics, but uh, we're both realtors, obviously, we've combined history of about 30 years together. So we like to really focus heavily on that. But we're really heavily into the mindset of actually the basic bare bottoms of how to get to the, set, the level of success. And that's what we really love to chime in on the most. So um, as always, welcome to you that are new and excited for those that have been here and are lovely following us like consistently. Thank you so much. We appreciate you all. So what's happening over here in the world in Michigan today, my friend? You know, man, uh, I got to tell you, market's been going great. You know, uh, spring's here, Michigan, you know, the, the sun's starting to come out. So we're loving that. Uh, a lot of great things, man. Honestly, it's been, it's been, yeah, I got to say, I know we talked a lot um, before we jumped on. We got some great topics, guys. If you're listening to this right now, I'm telling you, Chris and I got something great for you today wow. because, uh, you know, we, just the transparency and the places that we're trying to reveal in mindsets and growth and just overall business is just great. So, that whole mindset in my own life, man, it's just been great to discover as we go more into it. And, you know, I don't know. Things have been going great. What about you, man? You're doing 75 hard. You got you got a lot. I mean, dude, you're just always up to something over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then hopefully it's up for something good. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll count that one in. But no, the truth is, yeah, I'm actually really had embarked on this opportunity to change and to shake up my life because I knew it was necessary. Um, I realized that I was getting a little too comfortable in my life and, and a lot of my best assets, if you want to call them, right? The ability to be obsessive and relentless and disciplined and all the things necessary to be successful in life were kind of being dormant. Not mm -hmm. kind of, they were freaking dormant. So they needed to be jump-started. Like I need to jump-start them motherfuckers, right? You know, that's, that's what I needed to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. so, you know, you can't like aggressively not do that and think that you're going to wake up tomorrow and just be like, oh, I'm revised, I'm revised, I'm good to go. And you're not because it's just not life works, right? And so I had to do something amazing and, and, and over the top and drastic. And this was it. 75 hard is drastic for those that are out there listening, may or may not think it's your thing. All good. Don't really care. But it's my thing. And it worked for me right now because I've actually have really like finely tuned a lot of different commitments and disciplines in my life right now that mm -hmm. I didn't was not doing yeah. um, and creating a, a, a serious set of habits and relentlessness of like, OK, I got to pursue this. I got to pursue. There's no quitting. There's no quitting. There's no days off. I have a group over here we're doing it with, and, and, and I literally chimed in. I was like, man, I'm exhausted. I, I texted this little Facebook the part of this group. I was like, mm -hmm. man, I'm exhausted. I don't get a day off. And that's what I said, right? And the guy says, duh. That's why they call it 75 hard. It's hard because you don't yeah. get a day off, right? This is how people are like, oh, I could do that for five days. Oh, I could probably do that for a week. Oh, I might build it yeah. for three weeks. But can you do it for two and a half months? Literally two and a half months, right? It's like, that's the kicker. Can you sustain yeah. that behavior? Can you sustain those habits and that commitment level? Because if you can do it for two and a half months, then you really ultimately might be in a place that you can win. Yeah. Right. Show up. No, so for sure. Yeah. Halfway done. Uh, yeah. Literally halfway done. So I hopefully like that. Come that on. Rest is downhill, but we'll see as we continue on these podcasts. I'll let you know if I end up in a wheelchair at some point because <laughs> <laughs> my legs are crippled from running every day, man. I'm like, oh, insane. You're hilarious, man. Oh. I love that. But yeah, 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 definitely. You know, just a lot of things going on. Um, obviously, again, this is a real estate channel. This is about realtors, real talk with uh, Chris and Ross is designed around that. Uh, that's our field. That's our forte. That's our that's our wheelhouse. But 
Um, again, I say every week, it doesn't matter what we sit here and talk about. We could talk about all the systems and all the things. Actually, you could talk about it to death. Like there's only so many things you can talk about to do lead generating and follow up and systems and being great at being real estate and how to go get more deals. But if you don't fix what's between your ears, mm. and for those who don't know what that is, it's called your brain. If you can't fix that and control your mind, nothing will matter. Nothing will matter at all. So we love to start there. And all of our conversations always kind of end up back there, doesn't it, Ross? Interesting. All of our conversations end back with mindset. Honestly, yeah. It, it's it. Hey, man, whether it's redundant or not, and maybe we go over it a lot, I'll tell you this, though, as much as we go over it, isn't it amazing that yet we still have breakthroughs time and time again? Is there a coincidence that all the greats, the Tony Robbins, the David Goggins, you know, all of the, the, the people in our time who have really broke through, you know, what the mind and, and what we're capable of, this is all they talk about. Oh, yeah. Yep. You got to have a crazy, solid, freaking, like, hardcore mindset. Number one. Oh, yeah right? And just a kick-ass work ethic. Like seriously, right? Those combined, oh, yeah. you could sell freaking lemonade stand on the side of the road and be amazing at it, right? Oh, yeah. And and that's the kicker for what we're talking about here. So um, I don't know. So what couple of subjects we talked about beforehand. Um, yeah. My biggest one I just shot a reel on that really kind of sits and resonates with me was about excuses. Come on. Right? Excuses because we all have them. I think they're a dime a dozen. Um, and they're all honestly bullshit. So Give me an excuse or give me an excuse that you have right now that you could think that's BS. Well, you know, um, I say, well, let's start with this. I believe the excuses always stems from mm -hmm. and is birthed by us always comparing ourselves to other people. Mm -hmm. Let's start there, right? It's we come up with the excuses because we don't see ourselves at the same level or ability or skill set or tenacity or anything that we may see when we compare ourselves to others. And I do, I have done that. I will say I've done that where I've looked at people that are very successful and I'm like, God, you know, but he can do that because he's got the, that behavior. He's got that personality. He's obsessive. Mm -hmm. You know what? And that honestly, that's, that's, again, that's, that's bullshit because I could have the same tenacity. Actually, I do have tenaciousness and relentlessness uh, Let's go. and discipline. They say, if you can see behaviors in certain people, it's because you have them. Come on. Right. Number one, if you can yeah. see behaviors in people because you have them. Now, it doesn't mean you're actually using them in, the, in a positive way. You could be using them in a negative way, right? So I'm consistently inconsistent. Mm. Let's put it that way. I'm consistent at something, and it's consistently not being disciplined. It's consistently mm. not being relentless. It's consistently not being obsessive. It's consistently not showing up. That's consistency, too, Yeah. by true definition. Facts, because it's a comfort place, right? Because it's it, that that's what's comfortable, right? Is is you that's what you know to be is hey, this is my comfort zone. I'm really consistent at doing all these different things, but I'm also inconsistent, right? That's right. And both of those can be considered a pattern of consistency. However, oh, you yeah. want to slice the pie. So now it's just me trying to figure out how to change those narratives mm -hmm. of me being inconsistent. Well, that, I'm consistent at that. But how can I change that to be being consistent? How can I make it? So that's a whole other conversation maybe too. We can get into it. It's a little deeper into the weeds on how to really get into the mind and changing it. And the only way I can tell you right now is literally reprogramming your mind, mm. reprogramming your mind. Like um, that book I just finished reading, by the way, our book of the month for our mm -hmm. team freedom, which was Napoleon Hill, how to own your own mind. And, you know, it was the three-step process of creative imagination. Number one, right. Um, having controlled attention, um, mm. all these kind of things, like these three different things you had to go through to get to a level where you can own your own mind, right? That one of them is the creative vision that starts it. The other one is the process, identifying an amazing incentive process to go through the process. And the third one 
the controlled attention was how to actually hone in, focus, and stay on track to finish yeah. that journey, right? So that's it's one, coming yeah. up with the idea, two, a, a great plan of action to get it going, and three, to actually sustain that. I honestly got like that is the key to it all. That is the once you once you get the plan, you get the roadmap to actually doing it right. Like when you said to me, like, man, I'm really, you know, consistent at being inconsistent. That resonated with me because there's been times in my own life. And I know we were talking about this before, and I'm so happy to share this on here because, you know, there's nothing better than just having that look in the mirror and being honest with yourself, guys. And, you know, there's really no shame in that. Right. It's OK. That's the first you know, level of his, of his, his, his acceptance. So that way you can actually take the plan and put the action. But whenever we have the roadmap, right, and we're not honed in and actually executing, it's like having a car that's sitting there, you have the part, you have the mechanic that's ready to fix it. The car can't go anywhere because it needs the part. And you know, good and dang well, all you got to do is have the mechanic, take the part with the plan, put it together, and then get in the car and drive the car, right? But we so often sometimes, at least for myself, I'll catch myself and I'll, oh, well, like you said, I'm comparing myself to others. Well, oh, maybe I can't do that. Or maybe it's, maybe what if, what if people laugh at me? Or what if this happens? Or what if I make myself look silly? I know the plan. I know what I have to do. But maybe if I do those things, these other things will happen and I'm just insecure and I'm scared of it. And, um, you know, I think that after you come over that crossroad of, you, you know, you, you accept the fact that maybe you're there it's okay to then just take those little baby steps of consistent, aggressive action. It doesn't need to be perfect. But I know for me that a lot of times I'll find myself just sitting there and like creating a pity party about it. Like, Oh, you know, man, I'm not really that good. And I really can't do that. So I'm just going to maybe do steps one, two, three, and four, but I'm not going to take it to all the way to step 10 because I'm more comfortable sitting here being inconsistent and I'm more comfortable not approaching this because the rejection from that task, if I actually try it and fail, feels way more uncomfortable than what I, what I am now. Right. And we talked about this, right. It's that, that is so hard to overcome like in, in our mind when, if, when we're there, but when we go ahead, you're going to say something. No, 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 go ahead. I, I just would say, I add on to that. It's about having a definite purpose. They talk about that in the book too, having a definite mm. purpose. Like what is your purpose? If your purpose truly was to be whatever it is you're trying to work on right now, right? Maybe it's being mm -hmm. a better father, better husband. Maybe it's your, maybe I want to make more money. Maybe I want to excel, be a better leader in my business. I want to take my business to the next level. I want to make an extra six figure. I mean, I, is there, what is your definite purpose? Mm -hmm. When you have that definite purpose and your buy-in to that purpose, number one is there. And then your belief system that you truly can attain that, that you truly deserve mm -hmm. it and you are worthy of that. There's where you might be talking about your yeah. disbelief. I had the same thing, right? We did, we lack the belief in the fact that we think we're worthy and deserving of such things. Mm, and that's so good. right. And that's exactly where it stems from. And we lose that. So we may have like a, Oh, I, I have this grandiose idea. I want that. Mm -hmm. I want that. That's my purpose. My purpose is to be there. Cool. But then I don't have a belief system to back that up. I don't have the ability to be, cause if I don't lack the, if I could believe, they're not really going to instill the fire, the passion, and the drive, which I need the massive action to actually make this work. Oh, yeah. So, right? It's not rocket science. It's like it's not. having a definite purpose. Like, I'm trapped in a cave, and I need to get the F out. Yeah. Right? My definite purpose is to get the F out because I need to get back to freedom and be back to my family, my kids, my loved ones. Right? Mm -hmm. It's so deep-rooted into you. Like, that is your entire obsessive behavior and your discipline is all right, getting the freak out of that cave. Mm. 
right? And there's nothing else on your mind, nothing. So your controlled attention that he talks about is completely focused on getting out of that cave. Yeah. There's not like, good. oh man, when I get out of the cave, I actually want to have a Subway sandwich. Oh my God, I can't believe I can't wait to get out and I'm going to go watch my favorite TV show. Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't do this right Wait, What? No, this is like my only controlled attention is focused 1000% on how do I get out of this cave, mm. right? So there's no side, no white noise, no uh, distractions, mm-hmm. but we don't emulate those behavior patterns on a regular day basis because why? It's too freaking convenient. Yep. That's we what live I'm in saying. A world, right? Of convenience. That's, yes. Yeah. So, Go ahead, uh, no, you're good. We're, we're watching each other's lips right now. We're like, is he gonna go? So yeah, that happens some guys sometimes when you guys do podcasts. You gotta watch your co-host. You gotta mm-hmm. see, hey, is he coming in for it or I got him? I gotta back off the gas. Oh man, we get, get, get rolling, man. It's like I can't stop like a fucking oh, roller coaster down a train. Hey, hey man, no, keep it going. You you were saying something else. No, no, no. That, that that's where it's at. it stems from that, right? So you have to figure out, you know, that get out of cave. How easy is it for us though to be super convenient, so convenient, like you were mentioning, right? Why you don't have this mm-hmm. pursuit? Why you don't do it? Why it's too com- too comfortable doing that? Well, why are you comfortable? You're comfortable because it's easy. It's who you are. It's what you've created. It's your habits. It's your behavior. It's your lining who you are at this point, right? But the truth is, you need to build that level of change in your mind. And the only way you're going to do that, the only way you're going to do that, is if you mm-hmm. do something traumatic. Yep. Like, why do people actually make changes when something happens like near-death experiences? Always, yeah. right? Like, oh, my God, I almost died. I need to change my way of life. <sighs> Your doctor tells you, you know, if you stop eating these cheeseburgers, you're going to freaking die. Well, I better change. You, you had two heart attacks. You had a stroke. Well, I better change my eating habits. Finally, mm-hmm. damn it. But until then, we like, oh, it's a cheeseburger. It's not. I'm not going to die today from it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's not gonna not gonna affect me, you know. So I, I actually want to mention something in this, it, you know, for people that think this is too intense. Uh, I took, I, I'm actually referencing, you know, who taught me this is Gary Vanderchuk. And for those of you that don't know Gary V, you know, he's a very social, a famous social media guy. Um, he owns a couple, you know, big marketing companies, and I'm probably probably so much more. But he said that one of the tools that he used, and this actually I use this a lot, okay, for this thing to generate 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 basically an emotional response that compels you to do something, right? And what he said is that whenever he's trying to get himself out of those funks or whatever, he will close his eyes, imagine, you know, and for me, what I do is I, I close my eyes and I imagine all my kids and my wife looking at me going, we're hungry. Mm. We need food, dad, you know, honey, whatever. And I imagine them looking at me sometimes in the morning time, I'll sit there in my meditation. I cannot tell you the fire in that gets like just entrenches my whole being of, I can't let that happen. I have to provide. I mean, you are off to the races, right? Like we don't have to necessarily go to the, that place in real life. We can just, you know, for me, like, oh, yeah. again, I'm not a psychologist or therapist. I'm not telling you these are the most masterful tricks, but they work for me where I close my eyes. I'll imagine my family, you know, needing, you know, resources or things that I can't provide them because I failed at my job. And man, I swear the action just goes, right? And that's a little trick that I use to kind of get out of that you know, that convenience phase of, oh, I'm just going to sit here and sit in my pity or, oh, I didn't, I can't do it. Or maybe I won't. No, 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 no. Get, I, you have to align yourself. It's, it's important. Yep. Change your physiology, change your state of mind. Tony Robbins talks about that all the time. Change your physiology, mm-hmm. change your state of mind. How do you instantly change your state of mind? Well, we're so easy to get stuck in this rut of like, oh, pity party, like say pity party me. Oh my God, my life sucks. So many things are going wrong. Blah, 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 blah. It's a freaking avalanche of just on the pack of your shoulders. How do you get out of that? Well, I love what you said. That's amazing. Close your eyes and you look at the people who are counting on you the most to show up because they are counting on dad or they're counting on their husband to show up and be the provider. 
And that's your why. Now, there we go. People talk about what's your why? Well, that was my why. Yeah. Right. That's your why. That is officially your why because now that just literally just fired you in the ass. You know what always kills me when I'm having conversations with people and talking about certain things and these little different levels of, of growth that you do in your life and things that you reach in these little um, plateaus, right? People are like, oh my God, congratulations, Chris. I'm so excited. It's so awesome. And every time I freaking hear this, man, I'm like, well, you know what though? If anybody could have done it, I know it was you, Chris. <laughs> and it fucking kills me. I'm like thinking, I'm looking across them in their eyes and thinking, what are you talking about? Me? What about you? Yeah. It's almost as if like, oh my God, I'm so happy and proud of you that you got everything you wanted. Although I didn't get what I want. I'm not where mm. I want to be. I'm not really happy where I'm at. My life kind of sucks. But I knew you could be the guy. If anybody could do it, it's you. Like how yeah, like, destructive like you got is lucky. that? Yeah, yeah, like you just got lucky and it's all, I know. Oh yeah. It kills me. That's like self-destruction because in the subconscious cavity, I know in the deep heart of their soul, that's what they're saying. Like, oh, yeah. oh my God, congratulations to you because if anybody could have done it, it's you. But then why the hell are you not doing it yourself? Like, on, why do you preach. think you can't do it? Like that blows me away. Every human being on this planet has talent, unique talents and experiences and raw fucking power. That they yeah. can do whatever they want to do Come in this on. world. It's Come serious. On. It's raw power, but it's uncharted territories because they don't want to light that flame. That's right. They're afraid of the flame, man. And so I, I it, it kind of blows me away. I just, it, you know, my I, I, I feel that way too. I, with, you know, even with friends and, and in different areas, right? Well, oh, well, if I had the, you know, resources that you had, or if I had the time that you have, and I look at, I'll look at people and like you're saying, you know, I have like my close friends, I can at least say this, but what I'm thinking is, Dude, you got the same 24 hours. Yep. You got the same 24 hours. Like literally go make it happen. Like you can't have that way. Oh, you want what I want? Go out and get it. Hey, you want that nice car? You want the house in the hill? Maybe you don't. Maybe you just want to have freedom. You want to have residual income and just live a modest life. Dude, guess what? You can have it, but you're going to have to go out of your convenience level, right? And you're going to have mm -hmm. to go in and you're going to have to face these things that you're just turning away from and really hone in like you said i love that you hone in on that aggressive action you stay focused on it what was step three again on, on napoleon's uh, uh it was a uh, controlled uh controlled attention that was controlled attention yep yes exactly right and how do we have controlled attention well we gotta really really have a strong why and a strong purpose like you totally. said mm -hmm. right but if those things were taken so serious the way that you said that people treat these near-death experiences where they go out and change their whole life right mm -hmm. they would have that yeah, they would have anything and everything they wanted. It's it's that old saying. People always say, "What if you treated today like it was your last day? Like if this was your last day? Like Siri, ask yourself and look in the mirror. If I was told today, well, Chris, today uh, we're April. What is this? Twenty fifth, twenty ninth. What day is twenty sixth? Hey, Chris, April twenty sixth. This is actually going to be your last day on this earth. Mm. Like at twelve a.m. at April twenty sixth, I get a notice from God <laughs> or something, an email or a text, <laughs> and he says, Chris. Uh, better make this the best 24 hours of your freaking life because this is going to be your last 24 hours of your life. How would you live that 24 hours of your life? Yeah. And I know it sounds so cliche and like, oh my God, that's so dramatic, Chris. No, it's freaking real. That's real. That you should live your life every day as if this is the last 24 freaking hours because yesterday doesn't even fucking matter. Tomorrow's not even here. It's today. And this doesn't the rest of that saying go because like someday you'll be right or whatever, right? I think I heard the second, or there's like, I heard someone else say it because like, you know, live every day like your last because one day you'll be right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I, I imagine this kind of picture in my mind. 
everybody's kind of lined up. I saw this image one time this guy put on. Everybody's lined up. They're like lined up in this, this line, like waiting to go into heaven. Like mm -hmm. we're all in line to die. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. We're all mm -hmm. in line to die. So get that through your head. It's mm -hmm. inevitable. We're all going to die. Some sooner than others. But the truth is we're all in this line, lining up, facing one direction, moving forward every day. And we just don't know when our day is. That's right. But we're in line. Don't get that twisted. We're in yep. fucking line mm -hmm. to die. So what are you treating your life with today as if it could be your last day? Mm. Knock on wood. Yeah, I'm a true mm. testament of that, right? Two years ago, I was in the hospital facing that. And I was like, wow, I may not walk out of this bad boy. Wow. And I thought about this, like, where would I be at? Like, did I take care of everything I should take care of? Did I show up like mm. I should have showed up? Did I handle my life? Did I live my life to the fullest level? Did I give my utmost to the people that meant the most to me? And the mm. honest to God, when I asked those questions, it was no. It was no to some of those. Wow. Which that's my fault. Mm. That's do you think, my do you think a lot of that has really changed your mindset now too and like the direction and kind of like the Chris that is today? Absolutely. Um, yeah. For anybody who pretends for one second that the, a life-threatening situation in your life doesn't change the way you are, you're full of shit too, because it yeah. does. And if it doesn't, then dude, you're a moron. Mm. I'm sorry. If you really don't really cherish life that much and you think, oh, yeah, I almost died there. Like so many people I know like do dumb shit knowing that they could die from it. Like, okay, that's cool. And I love that whole thought process. If you want to live on adrenaline, live on the edge, yeah. cool. That's your thing. Awesome. But you really are not cherishing and respecting life. Mm. You're not because then you should be living life to the point where it's like, you, you should be cherishing, honor and respecting your life. Yeah. Right? And doing some of that stuff you're doing that, you know, like, you know, you're going to probably die from it. Like that's a potential. Like I'm going to mm -hmm. give this as a 50, 50 chance. I'm not walking away from this. Who lives their life like that? Yeah, I don't know. And you can look at it both sides. Those are listening. You can say I'm full of shit too. whatever. I don't care. But the truth For is sure. you can look at it however you want to look at this thing and spin it 10 different ways. You can. But I believe that you got to respect life and look at it that way. And that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, we kind of freaking snowballed off this. Off. No, but no, no, no. <laughs> but to, to reel us back in though, to where you're talking about though, it's perspective. Mm -hmm. It's all perspective. Um, you know, one of these, uh, one of the guys that I really listened to, um, Bradley, the real Bradley, if you yeah. guys follow him, he said something really powerful and maybe I shared it on this podcast before, but I'll share it again. And, uh, he was talking to somebody on the phone or, and I'll just paraphrase here, but he said, okay, if I was going to give you a million dollars next month or whatever, how excited would you be? Yeah, I'd be excited. Okay. Well, what if I told you that you weren't going to wake up to see it, you know, the next day, would you still be excited about the million? The answer is no. And you know, knowing that you're alive, it's like this uh, movie, it's a uh, Disney came out, it's called soul. Mm. And my kids watch it all the time. Okay. And it's, it's about a guy who, you know, he passes away, goes up to the, you know, heaven in, in the movie and they kind of like give him another chance type deal. Right. And he comes back on earth and he learns all these different lessons. But the minute that he comes back to life, his purpose, his understanding, his fears, all this are vanished. He's just so excited to be alive that now he's at his best version. He's like, the, the energy is there, right? Like I often think some days when I'm really tired and I'm sluggish, man, like, do I really understand how lucky I am today? Mm -hmm. Like I, well, I'm acting all tired and I'm, and I'm, and I'm complaining about the weather or I'm talking about this. Like, like, dude, like I got a chance at it today. Like maybe I'm, maybe I'm only tired because I don't want to look in the mirror and I don't want to answer the true questions within myself that I know that I'm truly capable of, you know, doing 
And that's got me tired. You know, I, I've often asked myself that maybe it, maybe I'm not doing the things that I need to do. And that's the reason why I'm so tired because the brain up here is spending so much calling me out that I don't have enough energy or attention span to put it on anything else. Mm-hmm. That, happens mm-hmm. that happens too. That happens too. A thousand percent. Because everything in life is about energy. What you're yeah. releasing, what you're bringing in, what you're putting out, energy, right? It's raw energy. An entire world is based off of energy. If we really want to break it down, like mm-hmm. scientifically, everything around us is energy and how we actually interface and interact with that is going to be whether we succeed as well or not. And the truth is our brain naturally is designed for survival. So what is it ultimately designed to do is to expend as least amount of energy as possible in any area of your life on a daily basis, mm. which means that you think people are like the Tony Robbins, the Grant Cardones, all those guys that are excessively successful. Those guys are cheating, so to speak, the concept of their brain. They're having to work their brain because mm-hmm. naturally they wake up and it's not designed to go for it. Mm-hmm. So they actually have to work hard at it every day. And yeah. somebody asked me that just the other day. I had a conversation. like, Chris, how do you really feel? How do you feel every day, Chris? Like I said, honestly, I wake up every morning and it's a pile of shit. If you want to be honest – I wake up every morning. It's a pile of shit. Oh, I love it. I and love it, the honest. I'm not laughing at it, Chris. No, no, I'm totally. I relate. Okay. No, totally. Anybody who wants to pretend for one second they wake up in the morning, it's like Snow White and the butterflies and the animals come in the freaking windows and you got little deers eating nuts out of your fucking hand and shit. Like that's not real, people. That's yeah. that's 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 Disney. Real life is that you wake up every morning and you're challenged with getting out of bed. You you hit the snooze button because you want to sleep a little longer. You're a little mm-hmm. more tired. You don't want to get up and go do what you got to do. You don't want to go chase after your dream. You don't want to go do anything you want to do because naturally your brain is designed to stay on low levels and exude least amount of energy as possible. So that's just why we see why there's only 1% of successful people in the world because they're 99 have fallen and succumbed succumbed to and subject themselves to their brain activity. Correct. They haven't polished it up. They haven't got it. They haven't, they haven't worked it out like a muscle. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where I found I same way, like this roller coaster, me going up and down. It was like, cause I didn't work out my muscle. I was consistently working on myself. Mm-hmm. And so if we want to apply this to, now to about business for those that are listening. Yeah. This is this, this, the core foundation for you to do your business every morning. Are you showing up and doing your lead generation? Mm-hmm. Are you showing up and running your systems? Are you building out your business? Are you doing everything like daily? Like you talked about where you show up and you come home and you say, yep, Checked off, checked off, checked off, checked off, checked off. I'm good. I did all that. Mm-hmm. I cannot come home until I finish whatever I got to do. Because if right. you do all of the activities that are required for you to do on your definite purpose with your controlled attention, that you circumvent around that, I promise you, you will be successful. With yeah. time over task, task over time, you will be successful in whatever sector you're playing in. That's right. That's right. 100%. And, 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 what t- and, and be, be mindful too to also add to that, right? Like that is very true. But when you do come up with your tasks and you actually come up with your, you know, plan, friends, you do not have to reinvent five wheels off the one wheel. Just stick to the one wheel that you, you came up with, because that is also a thing, right? We we get into it I'm like, oh, I like this, but I don't like this. And I'm going to move this here and there. And I'm going to put my time block for calls here. But then we still don't ever do it because we're just reinventing a new wheel because wheel 7.0 is going to be the solution. I'm going to be so effective with this one. But really... Stick with the first plan, stay, stay, see it through, right? Like actually see that through. And Hey, if you get a couple months, a year by, and it's not working, well, you got time on the clock, just pivot and readjust. 
But I guarantee you, watch this, when you pivot and readjust and you actually come up with a new plan, right, that's going to be more effective, you're likely going to stick to it if you were able to stick to plan A the first time for that long of a time, right? You've already built in the discipline of aggressive action with no excuses. So it doesn't matter if you change things up down the road because you've already stuck to something through and through that now you're going to be more heightened and aware of, hey, yeah, I don't want to call 10 people, but you know what? No, I've already done this for so long that I told myself I'm going to do this. I'm not going to say no. I'm picking up the phone. I'm calling 10 people, right? It's just, it creates that character. That's why I love 75 hard because you are constantly starving the no, right? Oh, I just want to, I just want to go, you know, sit in my bed and not, and yeah. not have to get up for this workout for 45 minutes out in the cold. No. What am I talking about? Oh my God. No, no, no. Shut that thing off. Shut that thing off. Starve that thing. Literally you are, you are not feeding the excuses or the no's in your life to those things. And, and it creates a character, like you said, that just makes you, you know, naturally successful business, personal, relational, doesn't matter. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. But people will fail that every day, all day twice on Sunday. It just will because they don't want to show up. Yeah. They don't want to show up, man. Like it, it and change make changes. And they all mm-hmm. think most people think they're actually okay. Mm-hmm. Which is even more sad. The denial. The denial piece is even more such an irony of all this because like, oh no, I'm great. Oh no, I'm fine. Oh no. There's nothing wrong with me. It's yeah. you. It's not me. No, it's you. You got to pray. Like as soon as you take ownership for once in your life of your side of the street that you need to clean up, that's when the game will change. Come on. It's until you figure out and you take responsibility. And they, uh, they say it every time. The, the, the life changes the moment you take responsibility of every one of your actions. That everything that happens to you, for you, through you is because of you. Amen. You. Ain't Amen. nobody else. You. And that's the hardest pill to swallow for anybody, especially the ones that are very high pride, ego-driven people. Which, let's be honest, in the real estate sector, it's pretty much everybody. Yep. Because – it's a level of where you are. It's like this little, I'm amazing. I'm going to get this thing on the pride. I, yeah, ego. And we build something. That's what we are. That's, that's why we do what we do. You know, and I'll, I'll share a quick story on that for my own personal self. I, I, I'm really big on coaching. So, you know, out there, guys, if you don't have a coach or a mentor or somebody, get, get somebody that you like what they have and ask them questions. It's really important to have that. You know, and in my experience of having some coaches, I remember there was a period in my life, Chris, where, I had one coach that was a thousand a month. I had another coach of 500 a month. Okay. Now I tell you that because I was trying different things out and I go to both coaches and I tell them where my business is at. They both know how to scale it. They both know how to give me the, the action plan, all the things. And I'm meeting with them week after week, month after month. And after about three, four months goes by, you know, I'm really grateful that they are who they are, but both the expensive coach and the cheaper coach, right. Both sat me down and were like, dude, Okay, we can meet with you every week if you want to, and you can keep paying us all this money. But the truth is, is we've already given you the tools and the roadmap. Ross, you're just not putting them to use like you should. And I remember thinking to myself, okay, so I got one coach over here that's more expensive and this other coach who both are adding great value. But these guys are even at the point of saying, hey, you have to now take these tools Right. Like it's not the systems. It's not the, you know, oh, I'm going to go out and throw money at this anymore. Right. It is truly the aggressive action to have the results and to stick to it. Right. Like they gave me the plan and, and I'm paying these guys to give me the plan. And now they're like, dude, quit paying us. Just go do the plan. Right. 
but it was more comfortable for me to have that call every week to go over my my metrics and my things because I got that quick achievement, that quick, oh, hey, you're doing a good job. Yeah, keep up the great work, right? That felt good. I would pay for that, literally, if at mm-hmm. times. But then it wasn't until they called me out to say, hey, dude, no, no, no. You need to get good at doing the things behind scenes when people aren't celebrating you, when you're not on these calls with us that we're telling you, oh, you're doing a great job and all these things. You just need to do the work. Yeah. Isn't that insane? That, that's, that's, that's $1,500 a month, bro. That's, oh. that's like, you know, I think like, it, it was that lesson of itself though, man, that's worth at least a couple thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Cause you're, you basically were paying a therapist is what you were paying was yeah. trying to, tell you to go to work. And, 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 <laughs> and that's what surprised me. So many people too, when they talk about, Oh, I'm trying to want, you know, I want to learn. I want to learn. I want to learn. Really? How bad do you really want to learn? And I've, I've had multiple conversations within this last past week where I've actually sat down with realtors and you know, that's what I do. Cause I like to add value. And so many of them that have this, amazing thoughts and just, again, uh, great visions and dreams and aspirations. Oh my gosh, I want to, you know, I want to be financially free. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, if I heard that word a million times, like I'd be rich, you a dollar, but you know, I heard that one, but I want to be financially free. Okay, cool. Well, why? First off, why? Mm-hmm. Why do you want? Well, we all know why, because we want to be able to enjoy our life. Mm-hmm. We, we want to stop trading time for money. We want to start mm-hmm. having actually money work for us so we can get more time back. That's it. So we can spend it doing things that we enjoy our family, our friends, our loved ones, our passions, our desires, our goals, what we want to build. If we, if you won the lottery tomorrow, your life would change. Yeah. If anybody, I don't care who you are. Anybody would change. If you got knocked on the door and somebody's here, is a winning lottery ticket, $40 million. Congratulations. You won. Awesome. My life would change tomorrow. Now, how long that money is sustainable in your life and your hands, who knows? That's not my problem. That's yours. But if you can't manage to understand money is energy and, and to respect that energy, then you're going to blow it out and be like Alan Iverson, whatever. We'll call mm-hmm. that what it is. <laughs> Happens. That's so, it's social heredity though, right? We, we yes. talked about that in the last podcast. If you guys didn't hear about why people would do that to get millions of dollars and waste it, it's mm-hmm. likely back to that Napoleon Hill concept of social heredity. A thousand percent. What you're exposed in your life in early years is what you're going to be in your later years in life. Yeah. And that's why you don't have the programming and training, the ability to respect that kind of stuff. You should never did. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, so, you know, uh, this is all about a few different things, you know, like, yes, getting there, like, yeah, it's ironic that the, 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 the key to being successful is just going and doing it, going and applying mm-hmm. it, go sit, just get busy. And, mm-hmm. and how many times can we sit here on a podcast or just in general and talk about this over and over and over and over again? Yeah. And then people still like, God, I just can't seem to get a breakthrough. Man, <laughs> my business just isn't working. Well, let's, let's break down and dissect your daily routine. Mm-hmm. Let me see your daily routine. I'll tell you exactly where you're at in life. Mm. Can I tell you what, with the 75 hard thing, you're right. I like literally have zero time, zero freaking time. I don't get any dead time anymore. I don't get a mm. chance to sit and like, oh, like unload your soul, even on your recliner. Like it just doesn't exist. You're thinking, oh my God, I got to hurry up. I got to go. I got to get my running before it is the same. Because I, I, I got two more appointments later on. So I got to make mm-hmm. sure I get this in. Got to get that water in or else you're going to be peeing all night, man. You're going to be going to the bathroom at midnight. can't sleep. And then that's going to mess up the next day. That's what would happen to me. I wouldn't get that gallon in, right? 
<laughs> just wear Every diaper draws. <laughs> Put diapers on. You can go to bed that would be good. No. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, truth is you're right. All these things that put in these variables and things in your life that with the same five hard thing, and I don't want to like it's not a shameless plug, but I'm just saying it this has instilled in me, I gotta keep moving. I gotta keep moving. There is no dead time. Like sharks. Sharks are always fucking moving in the water. The moment they stop, they actually die. Sharks will never stop moving in the water because they need to move That's in order right. to breathe. So if you're a shark, and I'm not comparing whatever, it's somebody who's relentless, obsessive, their behavior, it's, it's, they're on the prowl. They're looking for prey. They're doing their thing. That is who you are. You know, and, and you got to learn how to control it. I, I love what somebody said the other day. People say, oh, you shouldn't be a monster. He's like, no, you need to be a freaking monster, but they need to learn how to control it. Jordan Peterson. Yep. Jordan Peterson. Yeah, he said Become that. a monster. Become yeah. a monster. Get the behavioral patterns of becoming a monster, the, the work right. ethics, the traits of becoming a monster, mm-hmm. but then learn how to tame it and control it. It is. And that's where you'll find out you'll reach the levels of success that you need to reach in life, right? Come is on. that. And it's all about self-mastery. And you mentioned, I'll go back to what you're saying, you know, like, yeah, you do certain things, you find out, oh, it didn't work. Great. But that's called failing forward, right? It's all about Correct. failing forward. You try something. So the truth is, it's good that you tried it and actually it's good that it didn't work. That's fine yep. because now you just figured out like Edison, a thousand ways that you can't make a light bulb. All you needed was one, but unless he kept trying over and over and over again and trying different areas, I don't ever knock somebody who's actually oh, just yeah. trying. Just Facts. We had Kevin Kaufman on last week and we asked him, hey man, what was the major key of success for you? What would be the biggest takeaway? And I, I, I he kept on going over the fact of... They just kept on trying things and figuring it out as they were going. They didn't always have all the tools, resources all at hand, but it was just the application, you know, like uh, today, it, you know, we went on a listing appointment with my cousin and, you know, it went really great. And he's like, man, like everything you said in there, like, I, I didn't think to think to say those things, you know, when the way you said them. And I go, dude, I go, do you think that happened like overnight? No, man, that, that, that happened for me, literally going on a listing appointment that took me three hours for the first one. And I probably said everything that, you know, didn't even meet the mark of what they were looking to hear. And I failed and I felt silly and I didn't get that listening, you know, but as time goes on, I'm constantly going for it. You know, I don't care. Like podcast, Chris, real fast, man, co-hosting a podcast, you know, yeah, I ran a podcast before, but it was always me interviewing somebody else. So even, even going back and forth on a weekly basis with somebody, that was something that was unfamiliar to me. Man, I'll tell you, I can't tell you how many times I've called you, Chris, man. I feel like I, I was silly on that one or man, I could have did yeah. better, but it's okay because yeah. you know what? Eventually like in our episodes, they're continuing to get better and better and better, but it's just because that application it's yeah. because, Hey, you know what? We're going, we see, we see the end goal. We know that we're adding value. We know we're trying to change the world. We know these things. We know that it's on our heart to do this, to, to actually go towards our goals, but we have to try, we have to apply, right? hundred percent. Yeah, try. What was that? What was that saying you said to me earlier before the podcast? Your wife told you. Oh, my uh, wife tells uh, me a lot of things. Which no, one? The, the, pity, <laughs> the, the pity, the victim. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, like you know, whenever I said it, you know, you can you can be sad for a second. You can recognize that, but pity without action for what you know is right is just you're looking for a victim mindset all day. It it doesn't matter because you know if you if you know that you're at a place that you do not like and you know that there's a solution, then why the heck are you staying there? It's because you enjoy staying there. Yep. You That's enjoy it. the pain. That's yep. the exact number percent. Because in the yep. normal behavior of the, of the brain, again, is naturally designed to survival and to protect. Yep. At all costs. Protect you from anything that's harming you. 
And if it really is harming you to the point where you need to leave or be gone or move on or change something differently, you should do it. And if you don't, then that really is you. And it's again, that goes back to the convenience of being a victim, um, the unworthiness, the not ability to think you deserve it. There's so many different levels of that, right. That we will encounter with this. That's so, right. That's right. Rather, I could go on this all day, all day. like a freaking freight train, but I uh, do, I always love chopping it up with you, my friend and discussing always, the man. basics of the mind and where we're at with this. Um, obviously we love dropping in some ideas about business too. We'll get in those at some point too. Like, you oh, know, yeah. we've had several podcasts up before previously of this, that had a lot of discussion about what you should do if you're lead generation business, how you can really get up your business. If you want, um, I'm creating something right now, a curriculum and a webinar through a funnel program, a 60 K in 30 day. You'll see that Woo. shortly too. Right. Um, right. I did, I ignited my business and did 30 open houses in 30 days. And that was the way I get, I closed seven deals from that. And I earned $60,000 in 30 days with zero marketing ad, by the way. So it was just time. But yeah, there's lots of stuff we can get in that discussion. But the truth is, you know, people I talk about that and nobody wants to do it. Like they won't even follow through because guess what? They still don't have this figured out That's up here right. in the years. That's right? right. Like I could show you how to go make $60,000 in 30 days. It's zero marketing ad, but you just won't follow through and you won't do it because you don't have that ability. Come on. Come so, on. Love but it, it's, it's always good. Um, yeah, we man, always right go back, back at to, you. yeah, always enjoyable. Um, I hope people that are out there listening are enjoying this conversation with us too. And we love and appreciate you guys that are following us and listening to this every week. Truly we do for the bottom of our heart. We're hoping that we maybe plant something in you that maybe starts to create and grow and help you change some of the ways you look at things and the way you behave and show up and perform for yourself because you honestly deserve it. Don't ever forget that you truly deserve it. Every human being on this planet deserves to be successful, amazing, loved, caring, happy, all of the above. So amen. 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 So until further ado, we'll see you all again. Same time, same channel next week. Have a great Peace. week, y'all. Peace. Dude. So, hey, man. Oh. <laughs>